0: This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon sale
1: You know Santa and Frosty and Jack Frost and Rudolph. But do you recall the most magical creature of all? Krampus the half-goat demon, <laughs> Santa's evil Christmas friend. Careful if you've been naughty. <laughs> Because he'll get you in the end.
2: Welcome to Bacon Sale, everybody. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. It feels, guys, I'm not going to lie. It feels weird to invoke that name again. It feels it, wrong? Are you worried? It's been, it's been a few seasons now, but I still, every time we mention him, <laughs> I just get eerie.
3: Every time since season one, with that funny joke slash real life event, <laughs> we always get worried about saying the name of
2: Krampus. Yeah, it's right up there with Scream Queen. Yeah, hey, please don't. Please don't. But uh, welcome to Biggestell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our Christmas music part two celebration of so good. all things happy. And our final Christmas song show ever. No. Nope. Right? No. 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 According to the comments,
1: there were some pretty fun comments as well. Uh, honestly, I just have to throw out there. I really like Instagram. There's just always yeah some, I hate Instagram some nice comment about Zach on Instagram <laughs> yeah like some nice two of comments them. about Zach on Facebook I yep. just you guys are the best thank <laughs> you but our friend Crew Dutler said you guys mentioned some good songs some weird songs and some horrible songs but finally Bacon Sale at the end of the episode you came to a song I absolutely love BNL's God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. But Sam Ma disagrees and says, Am I the only one that doesn't particularly like that song? It's fine, but I've heard it 10 million, b- billion times I'm with on you, the Sam, radio. Because it's good. And I'm just done with it now. It's good, okay? Don't listen to the radio. That's your first problem. It's true. Just saying. But then Kendall Eliason says, That's weird that Kent hates acapella. Lindsay Sterling loves acapella. So ergo, Kent should love it also. That makes also, sense. Also,
3: which Pitch Perfect movie hurt you? Pitch Perfect 2, and also I just bought pentonics pentatonics is that what it's called pentagram tonics i bought their entire discography Really? so Lindsay, there you go wow okay but yeah there was a bunch
1: of fun comments thank you so much for participating uh ryan farron also went through and did like all of the songs i know Mm -hmm. a couple other did but thank you so much it it was really fun to see your choices as well and it just goes to show that there are so many more choices kent Mm -hmm. Uh, so many more okay five years from now
3: we got a new iTunes review, everybody. Yay! Whoa. New Had to throw review. that in there. That was a good segue, right? That was great. Yeah. <laughs> so, this iTunes review is from Verbus Vivum, mm-hmm. right? I think I'm saying that right. Yeah. And the title of the subject is actually pronounced
2: Verbus
3: Vivium. We're going to invoke so many demons <laughs> on this show. So, the uh, subject of this review is making Mondays fun again. And it's a five-star review, everyone. Hey, Thank which you. Shows. Which I kind of love. You don't have to a give lot. us five-star reviews, but please do. But you should. <laughs> so the review is uh, short and simple. I'm going to leave the last part out because I think it swears. No, I think it, it, it says... I, no,
2: no. Do, no do hold on. Me, let me read it, You We need it, to read Joel. these
3: verbatim. <laughs> Verbis vivum, verbatim? Yes. This podcast gets me through my workday. Tier one, for sure. And then there's uh, a swear word I just have no, to edit it's not it out. Will you read that? Just go ahead and read it, Kent. Yeah. Hashtag team, Joel. What was that? What was that? It's in parentheses, so I don't really have to read it. It's inferred. Hashtag
2: Team Joel. <laughs> that's
3: not cool. Yes, I thank feel like i just swimming. got a one star review and you've got friends. a five star. We're friends
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we'd also like to thank all those who came out to our patron Zoom night. We had this uh, past our week. social distancing that was event. So yeah, fun. yeah, we got to get together with people for a half hour at a time and just kind of shoot the breeze, have some fun, play some games. Yeah, we enjoyed it. We had a great time. We hope you did as well. But that's not what we're talking about today. What we talk about today, Zach? I'm
1: not entirely sure, but I'm thinking of calling this Alternative Christmas. This is we're talking about some things across the We're doing the world. a musical
2: alternative Christmas show. Oh. Yeah. Christmas songs about alternative bands. Okay. I'm in.
1: No, this is this is uh Christmas type figures from other places in the country,
3: or other places in the world rather. Mm-hmm. Can we just call it Europe is weird? Europe is weird.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> that seems really <laughs> fitting. And we'll find out why. Because we have a guest. We do. We have a guest in the house. We have our patron, Chris Trout. Hey Chris. Hello, hello, Chris. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to the Bacon Thank Cave. You. Chris, why don't you introduce yourself and let people know who you are and why you decided
0: to talk about this? Well, well, my name is Chris Drout. I've been listening to the show for quite a while. And I was actually born in Germany. My, uh, my dad is German, so I've got that weird European I side take it of back. Me. I'm so sorry. No, <laughs> I, I, I accept it. But part of the Christmas holiday, we always celebrated St. Nikolaus. I know I'm going to get some grief for Nick, saying it Nick, that way. Can that I call Saint Nikolaus. There you go. But uh, <laughs> we always celebrated Saint Nikolaus, and part of that was there's the good side. There's there's Saint Nick who gives the treats and the candy and the toys, and then there was the bad guy. And in the area that my family comes from in Bavaria, that was Krampus. Krampus. So. We always kind of feared the Krampus around Christmas time. We knew we needed to be good kids if we didn't want to end up in Krampus's sack.
3: Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm going to pause you there because we have a tradition here. Every time we have a guest join the show. Oh, yes. So, Joel, if you would.
2: Now, Chris, we have a uh, series of questions for you. These are rapid fire questions we're going to throw your way. Answer them however you feel, even if you don't have a strong opinion. Make a decision, and there, will, you know, there's no right or wrong answer. But we'll have strong. We will have uh, quiet cheering in the background. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll but yeah, so we're gonna run through these real quick. Are you ready? I'm ready. Lightning round questions. Which is better, Karate Kid One or Karate Kid Two? Karate Kid One. Yes. Which is worse, Star Wars Episode One or Star Wars Episode Two? I've got to go with Episode Two. Yes. Hmm. Do you rate <laughs> Do you rate your movies using stars or letter grades? Letter grades. Okay. Team Cat. Krampus. <laughs> One answer. Which is the more America movie? Rocky IV or Independence Day? I'm going to go with Independence Day. What? <laughs> <That's just laughs> Joel's so happy. It's the first time it's happened in a while. <laughs> is Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie?
0: Halloween. Okay, there okay. we go. Buffy or X-Files? You know, I never watched Buffy, so I'm going to have to go with X-Files. Yes. Lord of the Rings or Star Wars? Star Wars. Chris! <laughs> Which movie is more Christmassy, Die Hard or Lethal
2: Weapon? If you get this one, I don't know what I'll do. Die Hard? Okay. Okay. Good question. That was a question mark at the end of that one. (laughs) Uh, Phantom of the Opera or Les Miserables? Phantom. Okay. Uh, Labyrinth or Neverending Story? Neverending Story. And then How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days or 10 Things I Hate About You? Oh, I hate how to lose a guy in 10 days. So 10 <laughs> things default, I hate about you. <laughs> I still lost by 13 points. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's all good. Well, thank you, Chris, for answering. Yeah, those. thank you. And thank you for coming on the show because this was something, this is something you have a passion about as right, well. Right, right. Well, it's, I, I noticed this because on on
0: Facebook, you're pretty active in this group. It's Krampus 801. Right. Is, is that still a thing? It is. So I started Krampus 801 toward the end of 2018 mm-hmm. with the idea of, putting together Krampus type events similar to what they do in in Europe. So, 2019 we had a couple of things that we did thinking 2020 was going to be our big year. Yeah. We were going to oh. get well, get big
3: events going. So, what does big year mean? Like what kind of festivities would entail a big year for Krampusnacht?
0: So, for hey. There you go. Yeah. Good job. So, for Krampusnacht, normally there would be, which is Krampus Night by the way. Exactly, Krampus yes. Night. Krampus so, Krampus Nacht. Nacht. so, Krampus Night is December fifth. Goatee Night. <laughs> so it's December fifth, and December sixth is Saint Nikolaus Day, and part of Krampusnacht in the the some of the smaller uh, villages in Austria is a house visit basically so oh it's i thought it was just a parade for some reason Parade is more of a modern thing i feel
3: like i feel way more comfortable with a parade than i do a house visit (laughs) from some dude wearing a krampus outfit
0: oh the house visits can be pretty traumatic but
3: (laughs) (laughs) go on no explain because i feel like what we're explaining yes there was a krampus movie in 2015 Mm -hmm. and i feel like that was a lot of americans first introduction to krampus yes it was kind of mine to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Mm-hmm. And now it's been popularized in pop culture, but that's still about it. Well, like the characters we're going to introduce here. What
2: it's going to be. You're going to open the door and there's going to be this tall, hairy, horned, yeah. long-tongued figure standing at your door. So
3: why would this be? What are, what's the point behind these festivities? What are they
0: celebrating? Why did
3: they celebrate that way? Why did they come to the house?
0: I mean, it, it all starts from back in the early days in Germany. When you say early days... I mean, 1980s. It, yeah, <laughs> it, it's going to be, you know, 15, 16 hundreds probably, but they had a, a way of raising their kids where you put the, put the fear in them a little bit, you know, made so, sure that they were nice. There was a, well, a consequence. So, like we think of
3: St. Nicolaus. Mm-hmm. Did I say there that? Okay. And it's
0: like, you
3: know, he's got the rosy red cheeks. He's a big guy, just friendly all the time. He gives us gifts at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And do they celebrate, even though the Santa Day is the sixth, do they still have Christmas on traditional twenty-fifth? They do. Okay. So
0: the sixth is is Saint Nikolaus Day. Mm-hmm. And Nikolaus is actually, rather than what we see as, as Santa Claus with the, the big red coat and white Coca-Cola. trim and Coca-Cola Santa, sure. yeah. they celebrate the Saint Nicholas. So he's got like a Pope hat on. Exactly. He's a, got the
2: staff.
3: Would, he, would you say he's benevolent in nature?
2: Right. Right. But no. it seems like he's traveling. Oh, go ahead, Joel. It feels to me like in a lot of these traditions we're going to talk about today. It's like, yes, yeah, Santa, he wants to just do the good stuff. Super nice. He doesn't want to be the guy that he's fires the, people. He's the good parent, basically. Yeah, basically, he's good cop. And then he's got bad cop who's going to be. it's all these other characters are bad cop. So it's like exactly. he doesn't want to be the one beating children. So he's like, I'll give him candy. Oh, you're naughty. Come on in, Krampus. But it's weird. He's <laughs> almost
3: like this godfather where he may have found these people who did bad things. And we're going to tell some stories in this show that don't seem like Christmas stories, to right. be honest.
2: And it's going to get a little dark at times, just so you know, uh, if you're listening with children, some of these folkloric characters do some pretty awful things. We'll never get like, yeah. you know, terribly gory or anything like that. But I was kind of shocked by some of the actions right. of some of St. Nicholas's helpers. But yeah, none maybe- of this
1: will be as gory as like, say, a Disney bracket show.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> 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 need the sure. poo, I tell you. But yeah, it seems like St. Nicholas he punishes people for doing horrific acts and they become his helpers almost to benefit the world at large or at least Europe right it's interesting because that is the dichotomy there's something like Krampus who is horned he's a half goat half demon Um, I mean if you see him in the movie he's basically mocking Santa at that point that's more of an emphasis on uh, he's mocking Santa right Mm -hmm. whereas normally he just kind of looks like a goat wearing a basket backpack and he has, like, everyone has a switch, by the way,
2: like this that switch. Yeah, they like switch. beating yeah. kids with sticks. Yeah, beating kids day. with sticks and really, stuffing them in <laughs> baskets. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is, and the thing is, you mentioned Germany, but this is also prevalent in Austria, mm-hmm. Bavaria, Croatia, Czech Republic, Hungary, Northern Italy, uh, Slovenia. Like, it's it's kind of this whole European thing going on there. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't understand why this picked up so much steam so quickly. Why, why did people in different countries go, hey, they're beating their kids with sticks over there, that goat man is. I like that. Let's do that in our country. Like, is, how did like, happen? Is in
0: modern day? Is this still a way to help kids behave? It is. It, is. it is. And Joel, I think, can't really hit the nail on the head a couple minutes ago when Don't call, usually, usually. Don't when, when he called Europeans weird. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's thing is like I know having lived in Europe in a while. There's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of uh, traditions and superstitions there that I'm just like. That seems weird. Like they say, if you drink, you know, cold water on a hot day, it'll, it'll, you can die. And I'm like, that the whole point of drinking cold water on a hot day is a good thing. But I just find it so interesting that these traditions not only were way back then in like 1700s, 1800s, but to this day, there's still some parents out there in Europe who are saying, "Hey, be good, or Krampus is going to beat you with a stick."
3: Yeah, because like the biggest consequence for kids like misbehaving is coal in their stocking mm-hmm. right here, yeah here in america and now it's like you could get taken and put in a child side sack and never return to your family
0: <laughs> right that's I mean, that's horrible the, the threat was kidnapping mm-hmm. death yeah you know beatings being taken okay. to where krampus lives apparently
3: so let's get back to this parade where these fully grown men you <laughs> are wearing a krampus outfit which by the way we have 10 feet away
2: yeah. right like and this will be the photo. It is very ominous and like <laughs> impressive. Like I, I, looked, I walked in. And I'm like, that looks legit. Like I don't have muscles, but that's pretty
3: heavy.
0: It is. It's heavy. Yeah, yeah. and it's made from boar hair. Boar. Yes. Yeah, it's made out of boar skin. <laughs>
3: wow. Do you feel like it's going to be like a goosebumps episode where you put the mask on and it becomes your face? That's <laughs> well,
0: kind of that's kind of what happens. You put the mask on and you put the the suit on and you start bouncing around and you so, become a different person.
3: If you were to wear this, let's say this happened, this festival happened for you this year or next year, for example, and a kid saw you and was terrified, like how would you react or how do these people in Austria and Germany and all these countries react? Like when they knock on a door, are they trying to scare children in order to say, hey, just watching you, letting you
0: know? Well, I mean, doing it here, our group has decided that we're going to be very family friendly. Nice. So... You know, we're not going to be. You're not going to be beating. We're children. not going to be beating children. We we want to bring the culture Aww. and the tradition to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Sp- kind of to spread it to a, re- reason. a little bit. For the
2: season, it's all about the beatings.
0: It's yes. true.
3: Well, it sounds like a mosh pit over mm-hmm. in Germany when they do the the Krampus run,
2: right? So yeah, with, which is when a bunch of guys get together, dress up like Camp- <laughs> Krampus,
0: and run around the streets. Is that the way <laughs> they get tension out over there? I mean, geez, during the holidays. So the Krampus they call it a Krampus which is the the more ma- modern by the way. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the, the Krampus run. They will have basically a parade, like you've been saying, in all sorts of different villages and different areas. Right. And they'll they will invite different Krampus groups, which they call a pos, a Krampus Pass. So each Krampus Pos will have their own Nikolaus usually and any number of, you know, five, six to ten Guys that dress up as Krampus.
2: And they go around, but for what purpose? Like, are they trying to gather stuff or get fed at each door? Or, or is it cosplay?
0: People? The Kr- the Krampuslauf is purely just showing off, really. It's it's a way for them to so it is interact with the community. the The community comes out in huge numbers mm-hmm. to support mm-hmm. these groups. There's one in Munich that they do every year, uh-huh. and it is huge. So it's like... Comic cons but for pagans. Yeah. That's kind of what it seems like. It's <laughs> a good call. But the 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 bigger ones they'll have hundreds of people dressed as Krampus, Saint Nikolaus, and maybe a couple of other of the characters that we'll talk about and they basically walk around the streets. They're usually barricaded off so they can't get too close to the people, but they'll swat at them with their sticks oh, and their horse tail whips. And uh Europe is weird. Yeah, they're weird. They're <laughs> weird. I'll admit it. It's bizarre. But uh, the the Krampus pot the Krampuslauf that is the more modern thing. What what you see more now. Well, and I I read that they actually tried
2: to in the 1930s in Austria they tried to ban Krampus. They said he's mm-hmm. evil and like yeah like the fascists were trying to ban it. Yeah, yeah. And the people basically and then in the 1950s are like, no,
0: nah, we like Krampus. Bring him back. It's it's been kind of a, a recent thing. I mean, it was around for hundreds of years and then, like you said, it was banned. And then yeah. the 50s, 60s around there is really when the, the traditions started to come back. Mm-hmm. And just now we're starting to get things in America. Like with the movie, for example. Right. Do you see I mean, do you see it growing here in America, like actually taking a hold and people actually threatening their children with Krampus? Not necessarily that side of it, but there are groups in Los Angeles, kind of out east, that have put together pretty big Krampus groups. Krampus Los Angeles, they, they host a big event every year. <laughs> I love year. that show. It's part of NCIS. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, we got another child that disappeared. Weird. It was Krampus. Yeah. <laughs> <Dun, dun. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the episode. Every episode's like that. He just burps well, or takes off his glasses. Well, it's also Ow! weird to me, though, that, like, I mean, Krampus, they have these festivals, but also, like, greeting cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they have what they call yeah. Krampus Carton, mm-hmm. which is they just have these greeting cards with Krampus terrifying children, and they pass them around at the holidays. Yeah. It's like this ominous figure grabbing a child and stealing away, and they're like, happy holidays. It's just <laughs> this funny, subtle reminder.
3: Like, so I was looking up sightings, like mm-hmm. actual sightings of, of Krampus. And this website called the Ramsbury Raven on the third of this month, like a week ago, they reported there was like a motorist who took a picture of Krampus who was on the side of the road and, you know, may or may not have been Krampus, but still took a picture and sent it to the news. Very, very small town. And this website says uh, city officials have said this is a warning for all kids in the area just to behave for the next couple weeks.
0: That that report didn't come from Saratoga Springs, Utah, did it? No, because no kids are behaving there. Would you put stuff like that out there? Yeah, I don't know. What
3: would be your dream? Like, would you like to see this festival gain traction, like here in Utah?
0: I would. I would love to see. A uh, Utah Krampuslauf. This year we did several house visits, mm-hmm. which we kind of talked about a little bit earlier. Now, when you say <laughs> house visit, I got to know what happens at
2: a house visit from Krampus. So with Can the you rate their fridge or
0: something? Or? And what is What are multiple Krampuses called? Krampi? Uh, yeah. No, they would... No, it's, it's I like mean, goose. we would really just probably say Krampuses. Okay. Usually. So I'm at home. group. There's a knock on my door. <laughs> and you think it's going to be carolers? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You probably will have contacted this group and told them you've got bad kids. Oh. Okay. They. they <laughs> okay. I love it. Okay. This makes so sense. So good. There, yeah. There's a lot more preparation that goes into this. It's a scared straight Christmas exactly. style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the parents will usually get in contact with the, the different groups And those groups go from house to house in in the areas in their little villages, usually. And they'll have their own Nikolaus. Mm -hmm. And usually Nikolaus goes in first and he will talk with the kids. And as part of this house visit, the kids are always asked to prepare something for St. Nikolaus, whether it be um, reciting a scripture, a poem, Mm -hmm. they may sing a song. They will do something to kind of honor Saint Nicholas, kind of an offering of sorts, right? Now, Nicholas also carries around a big golden book that contains all of the good and bad deeds of the kids. Mm-hmm. So he will give the good kids their treats, their their chocolates or their gingerbreads. And then when he's done, do you, keep, do you done, keep the treats pretty traditional?
2: Or is it like figs and nuts or something like that?
0: When we did it, I mean, I was just hand- handing out candy canes. Okay, my, okay. My, I had my dad play Nikolaus because he's German. And uh, he actually did a little more preparation than I did. And they had some nice cookies for the kids in their oh. neighborhood. But I, I went the cheap route. But uh, so the Nikolaus will give the kids their treats and then... In comes Krampus with his bells and his chains, making a big ruckus. And <laughs> the kids don't know this is coming either. They have to, right? They, I, I mean, if they if they're older, they probably do. Right? But I'm talking like American How kids around here. How
2: jarring would that be? Like You're the like ha- the house visits you've done around here is what I'm talking. Santa's about. Santa's here. Had, Santa's here. And
0: it's like <laughs> and this, this is, is
1: Tenacious D. What's happening? <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, the basically. kids had
0: no idea. One of the. I had arranged it previously with some of the parents. And when we got to the, the house, the mom goes, you may want to step back a little bit. I think you're going to give my kids nightmares. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I hung back on the, the driveway and, and let my dad do his thing. So you were a faraway terror. basically, exactly. basically just standing around a tree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it, traditionally, the Krampus would bust in making all sorts of noise. Because he's wearing chains and yeah. bells and... And he would usually tug at the kids, maybe pull at their sweater, pull their hats off. Um one one Merry Christmas. Say, don't do drugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one kind of uh, common thing is they will have a table set up and they will have the family and all the kids at the at one end of the table and they will use it to, to keep Krampus away. <laughs> They'll push the table back and Krampus <laughs> will try and get past the table and get to the kids. Oh man. I mean, it's it's, and it's not as common these days to see these more.
3: I feel like of, as Americans, we've grown too soft, and we need how, a tradition. I was like going to ask
2: how right. does
0: how does one book one of these visits when their kids have been cruddy? <laughs> Look us up on on Facebook and Instagram at Krampus eight hundred one. Okay. that's for the for the Utah area. <laughs> yeah, want us to terrorize but, your children? Yeah, call it, us now. It's really funny. Like we, I've gotten a lot of parents that have said, "Oh, this is great." But then I think when it comes time to actually do it, I think they're they're I'm a so, little bit I'm skittish. I'm so tempted. I'm so
2: tempted to do this <laughs> to my kids.
0: These pictures are intense. Oh, look at his pictures right now. Well, he's Like like I said, wow. he's got like,
2: these huge horns, and he's mm-hmm. all hairy and usually kind of a grotesque face,
0: long tongue hanging out, mm-hmm. which yeah.
2: that just weirds me out. Yeah, the,
0: the traditional Bangs. Krampus costume will be a, a suit made from fur, usually goat fur. Mine is made out of boar. But it, it's it comes from the, the alpine areas. They used alpine animals. Yeah. yeah, Alpine Utah. There's all lots the, of lots the of Karens there. out so, there. Elitis
3: Krampus comes yeah, out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so they would use, you know, the, the skins and the, the animals that they had available to them to build their costumes. So that's why we see a lot of ram's horns and goat horns and things on the the masks. But the traditional mask is also a hand-carved Wooden mask. Wow. And, uh, real ram horns or goat horns on it. Um, some people will have like gloves with claws. The word Krampus actually comes from the old German word Krampen, which, was, which is claw. Mm-hmm. So I, I haven't opted for gloves yet. So my dating technique? Mm-hmm. I can call it the Krampus. You can no, call it the Krampus. No, don't call it the Krampus. That <laughs> makes
2: it uh, No, I was going to say, that it sound, it sounds like a really cool thing to do. Well, and like I read some of these, like this one in Italy, they have their Ampus Krampus Festival in mm-hmm. early December. And just before sunsets, Krampus comes out from an old cave to chase children and adults, punishing them with strokes on the legs. Like he's whipping them on the mm-hmm. legs. He's still To this day, they do this. And then to satisfy their anger, they must, the, young, the adults, whoever he's chasing, must recite a prayer to get him to go away. And I'm like, I just, I don't see the joy in getting whipped on the legs right. for a holiday. But Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just funny to me how, like you said, we're kind of soft here. It's like all good, all positive. Yeah. Worst thing that can happen... You get a lump of coal. Well,
3: it's kind of a reminder, right? I'm sure this is primarily religious communities. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when you see Santa, very benevolent, Mm -hmm. right? But when you see a monster, which is the opposition to all good, it reminds you, I better behave.
2: Right, right. Yeah. Which it seems like they were really leaning... Like, I guess kids were jerks back in the day Mm -hmm. because they were really leaning into this, you better behave or else, with some of these other things we're going to talk about.
0: Mm -hmm. It's really funny, the fact that Europeans are so eager to just scare their kids so much. You know, I work in a company where we deal a lot with international, Mm -hmm. you know, business working with a European country for regulations and things like that. They're so strict. They're, very conservative, but they have no problems scaring their kids to death. <laughs> I mean, I, I, Lord, I like get their it. Style. <laughs> Meanwhile,
2: here in America, we have horror movie training in four phases for our children. <laughs> First of all, I just have to say, I'm like, my mind is blown. I didn't know
1: anything
3: about this. Can I volunteer for next year's Krampus log? Kramp- Go Krampus for it. log, yeah. Krampus loaf. Am I oh. gonna get a
0: visit?
2: Am I
3: gonna as long as, as there Krampus aren't raisins you in? Have it. To bring your own, you have
2: to bring your own costume, though,
3: right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and they're expensive. They're like what, hundreds of dollars, right?
0: Well, the the custom ones that these people in Austria and Germany have made, I mean, they they can go into a thousand Thousands, euros yeah. for. So I can't a go to Spirit Halloween and find no, one. No, no,
2: not at all. Probably now you could with the official uh, Krampus merchandise from the movie. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah, that's but true. What if you think about it, like any any like good cosplay? You know, it gets expensive. Yeah, time and effort. Yeah, but would someone be accepted if they like just took a couple tree branches and put them on their head and then wore a blanket around their shoulders? We
0: we have people in the group that I mean, they've they're using rubber masks. or they're not from Alpine, right? (laughs) (laughs) They, you know, I just want to spread the tradition. So we have, like I said, the rubber masks. We have a guy that has made his own masks out of. Latex. I think he, he does mask making and kind of movie effects type stuff. Mm-hmm. There are people that just do makeup and 3D have horns. Stormtrooper
2: armor with like horns on it. I, I <laughs> yeah, that know. works. Yeah, exactly.
1: You, so your your thing is more like you just want to make sure that people are participating. And right.
0: I myself want to do it the traditional way, but I love that other people can get into it also with the the alternatives to. A real fur suit mm-hmm. or a hand-carved wooden mask. We have lots of faux fur suits and all sorts of stuff, yeah. leather vests. So you're saying Krampus like is that. very progressive now? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is uh, about to be a biker gang. It yeah, is, quick. kind of, yeah. in a cool
2: way. <laughs> Can you imagine Krampus on a motorcycle? That would be, be so awesome. cool.
0: <laughs> you guys saw the eye holes in that mask. I don't. Think <laughs> that <laughs> that would be, be very so safe. dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> No. We well, can get one of his friends to drive. There or, we go. His friends. He can friends, sit in the little say. sidecar.
2: Well, it's Krampus has Saint friends. Saint Nicholas yeah. has friends.
1: So there's there's uh, kind of more than just Krampus. Granted, so I, many w- more. we have heard of it because of the movie. But not only is there weird stuff in Europe. I mean, is Iceland <laughs> part of Europe? Yeah. it is. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in Iceland, there's sure. also a, a bunch of weird ones that that we'll bring up here. And maybe not as much as Krampus. But there's uh, oh, dang it, these are some hard names to pronounce. Gonna, I'm so sorry. We're gonna
2: mispronounce Zach. every name here. Just ready? Go ready? for the mom
3: first. Yeah. Gr- what? She's the mom. He doesn't know which one's the, one's the mom. mom. Oh. The mo- I don't know. Just say the name and try it out. Grilla. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to a YouTube video. <laughs> I Gr- Gr- Grilla? 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 Grilla. So Grilla, she, ba- is, ah, ah, ah. she is the matron figure of this weird, strange family. She is a giantess whose appearance is repulsive. And like Krampus, a lot of these characters, which we're going to mention are straight up monsters. They are the opposite of Santa and they may travel with him or without him, but they are meant to kind of serve the same kind of role that Krampus does as well, just yeah. in different regions.
2: And like Ken said, she's a giantess, very repulsive, and she has an appetite for the flesh of mischievous children, as it says. No big deal. She's been married three times. We don't know much about her first two husbands. But <laughs> I her, think she ate them. But her third husband... husband isn't this a Mike Myers movie? <laughs> her third husband, Lepaludi... I'm going to say it that way, is lazy. And he just stays He's at home super in the lazy. cave the whole time. And then she goes out, and she goes around and looks for mischievous children. And she can detect them year-round. It's not just Christmas thing, but she comes out around Christmas time mm-hmm. to come from the mountains to look for her next meal. In fact, her favorite meal is a stew made of naughty kids, of which she
3: has an insatiable appetite. And there's never a shortage of food of these naughty kids.
0: What? I mean, it sounds like my house. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But then it's not just her, as we mentioned. Yeah. She uh, has a cat as well. Not Kent. just a cat. You want to name the cat, Kent? Uh, I want Zach, too. J- mm. Okay.
1: Jola Koturin. Jola Koturin. Jola Koturin. Jola Koturin. It'd
0: be Jola. It's Icelandic. I don't know. Chris, please I'll, help I'll, us out. I'll just say Yule Cat. That is Yule Cat. Yule cat. Yeah. cat. That's
2: yeah. cheating, yeah.
3: though. Yeah. yeah. Yule Koturin. Something. So this is the house pet of the family, and if you've seen Christmas Chronicles two <laughs> now on Netflix, you've seen the Yule Cat. Yep. What? Yeah, yeah. it's in Christmas Chronicles two. Watch it. As is another character, yeah, which we'll bring up in a little bit. cat
2: that kind of—it's the same basic thing. It comes out with with Grilla mm-hmm. and just looks for naughty children and then eats them.
3: Yeah, and it's a it's a peeping tom. Like it will go look into your windows and look for kids. And this is the tradition. Like we'll name the characters and then talk about like. Maybe how they try to harm children or punish them, but also how you ward them off. Like, for example, Grilla, you can just give her food and she'll go away. Mm -hmm. Right? Which is nice because you don't have to give her kids. You can actually give her other food. What does
2: a giantess eat? Apples, maybe, hopefully. (laughs) Apples? Apples? Yeah, beef jerky.
3: Apples. (laughs) Mickey Mouse? (laughs) Maybe Mickey Mouse. But the Yule Cat, he is looking for kids who haven't received new clothes.
2: Yeah, that was the thing. Like, if you don't... Like the kids that complain about getting new clothes, this is the way to get them to not complain by saying, well, "If you don't get new clothes, the giant
0: cat's gonna come exactly. eat you." Exactly. Yeah. He knows. He knows if he doesn't see those for new those clothes.
3: Socks. But there's a reason he's looking for new clothes, because he's looking to eat lazy children. In Iceland, if kids have not worked, if they haven't done their chores, they will not get these new clothes before Christmas. And well, so, yeah, he's basically making sure. So if you, you don't did work, your you chores. Don't get your clothes. Exactly. And then if you, don't, if you don't get, get your, your clothes,
1: clothes, the cat gets you. Yeah. Cat got your.
2: Clothes. No. <laughs> I got nothing. Hey, sorta. <laughs> yeah. Cat got your flesh. But wait, there's more in this family because in addition to Grela, her husband, Lippaloody, and the cat Yok. Yule cat. There's also the Yule Lads. Yule I love Icelandic Yule Lads is a really cool name. It is. If only I had a band named that.
3: I know. Come on. So these are depicted as relatively child-friendly trolls. They were conceived as terrifying monsters intended to scare
2: children, but in modern times, they've definitely softened the blow, I would say. Well, okay, so there's a group of 13 of them. Mm -hmm. And actually, there's this poem that came out in in 1932 called, uh, it was in the poetry book Christmas is Coming, and it's about the Yule Lads. And the poet there named them and gave them personality. So it's kind of like Snow White, where originally the, the, the dwarves had no... Separate personalities or right. names or anything with characteristics, but this guy gave the 13 Yule lads each a name and a characteristic. Which
0: I, lo- I love these names, they're really they're, really they're the t- best part of this. These whole are like one dimensional characters, honestly. It's Chris, like do you have the list? Any cartoon in the 80s? So I've got the list right here. Gonna, I don't know if I, this is the same list as what you're Are you, you doing got. the
2: English translation or are you going to do the this Icelandic no. name? Please, I'm, English. I'm going to do
0: English. Okay, please do. So we've got. Sheep coat clod, who tries to suckle ewes in a farmer's sheep sheds, gullygock. He steals foam from buckets of cow milk. These are just terrible things. Yes. So we got we got someone that someone that tries to. Uh Suckle on sheep and someone that tries to steal milk. <laughs> We've got Stubby, who's short and steals food from frying pans. This is really where we get to the unoriginality in the right.
3: names.
2: Like wait, wait. These next three are like I'm like, you weren't really trying, man. No, not at all.
0: This one is is fantastic. We've got spoon liquor. Spoon liquor. <laughs> Any, anyone want to guess? Want to guess what he does? Lick he licks spoons.
2: <laughs> oh, and he's very thin due to malnutrition. <laughs> That's literally what it says. His characteristic is he's thin. I would be whisk liquor because when you're making, like yeah. yeah, whisk pain.
0: liquor.
3: <laughs> so we've now whisk got whisk liquor. So we had
2: spoon liquor. <laughs>
0: like spoon
2: liquor. And the next <laughs> one is. So mean. Can we spend
0: twenty minutes naming these guys? Oh yeah. Okay, what do we got next? Pot scraper. Yeah. Real, also real, real. known as pot Potlicker. He steals unwashed <laughs> pots and licks them clean. Which doesn't now, seem that like that a bad That sounds great. Thing. Yeah. It's like, I, you're, hey, there's no malnutrition done. there. It's yeah. actually helpful. So basically <laughs> you're saying. My, yeah. My wa- it's like when you feed your dog and you put the
3: pot down. Not that I have yeah. a dog. Yeah. Potlicker, come in here. This <laughs> troll comes pot in. Pot come <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah. There's my
2: kid's uh, dishwasher and floor <laughs> vacuumer. And, yeah. That's so, a good idea. So we've we got, got spoon liquor, pot liquor, and who's this next one? We've got bowl liquor. <laughs>
0: Steals bowls of food from under the bed, like uh, his kids would take a bowl of stew keeps? to bed, yeah, probably, and put them next so, to oh, the bed. so been, been there. It's dated, man. <laughs> who keeps bowls under the bed anymore? I do cereal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we've got door slammer. Every kid, <laughs> he stomps around and slams doors just to wake everyone up. awake. Exactly. Yep. He gets sworn at so much. I'm sure. <laughs> Now, Skier Gobbler, who eats up the Icelandic yogurt, Skier. Yeah, yeah, S-K-Y-R. Wait,
3: like only a certain brand of yogurt? Or is this what yogurt is called?
0: I think
2: it's called? like Greek yogurt.
3: Or is it like Activia? Is this yeah. YoPlay? Yeah,
2: they <laughs> only eat Activia. These are very
0: regular. Activia <laughs> Gobbler over there. Uh, How are these not all band names? Oh, no. <laughs> That's that's the next thing. These are all going to oh, be Oh, I don't like names. this next one. I'm not comfortable with it. Sausage swiper. <laughs> no swiper, no swiping. Stolen
3: sausages. He, he hides
2: in the rafters and he steals sausages when they're smoking. Yeah, so he waits for you to have a barbecue
0: and he'll snatch, swipe. <laughs> so we've got. Oh, boy. See, we're killing Zach <laughs> just on this.
2: Over. <laughs> so many uh, is, trolls. Is
0: this one family friendly?
2: It, it's window friendly. peeper. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because he he doesn't peep at people. He's peeping for things to
0: steal. Okay. Uh, okay. (laughs) Door sniffer. (laughs) He has a huge nose and an insatiable appetite for stolen baked goods. I think there's a
2: door somewhere.
0: I can smell a door. It's like he walks into any house. You're just like. (laughs) 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 All right. We've got meat hook. That's a cool name. That's yeah. a scary name. He snatches up any meat left out, especially smoked lamb, and he
2: has a hook for it. Like picture, yeah. like Candyman walking around, just grabbing meat.
0: Oh, that's terrifying. And then, last but not least, is Candle Beggar, who steals <laughs> candles, which used to be a sought, uh, sought after item in Iceland. Yeah,
2: because he'll he'll follow around children who have candles because they're used to be made of tallow mm-hmm. or fat. And then you could eat them. He'd eat them. So these are all just based on um, like cleaning up after yourself, it seems. You and know, it's a, a lot of like they,
1: these little creatures are common if you don't do all your chores. Well, and
2: it used to be they were more like, uh, like Chris said, it was more kind of scary, homicidal type stuff, but they've softened them a lot into basically doing chores. Yeah. Which is weird. If but- you guys could be one of these... Guys, the, the one of the lads. Potlicker. Oh, door sniffer, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say sausage
3: swiper, but sausage I'm not gonna. Shiper. I, be like
2: I do like sausage swiper. <laughs> no, but for the name's the worst. These guys actually, so they, they start coming out on the 12 days of Christmas, mm-hmm. and then they stay 13 days, and then they go away, but they stagger. So like one will come on the 12th, or excuse me, 25th. The 13th. The 13th. Yes, yeah. right yeah, and go along with that, and then they stagger out. Yeah. And I looked it up, and the day this airs, the Yule lad that's going to be joining us is actually stubby. Oh, nice. he's going to eat our uh, the crust left on our, our frying pan. Just don't
3: make fun of his height. <laughs> so these won't harm anyone, right? These right. guys, they're actually looking to leave get gifts. So if, if there's a good child... Gifts. <laughs> definitely <laughs> a gift so if there's a good child they will leave something like a coin or a nut or but a berry or something if, if
2: children are bad
3: what will they get Joel
2: they will leave
3: a potato in their shoe <laughs> hey Jake would love that I would I like, like to be bad <laughs> it's a rotten potato though. Uh, it's a, yeah, Wendy's, in, in uh, some it's some a Wendy's potato it's a rotten potato wait <laughs> right. oh, there's chives, and these other shoe. chives isn't that a movie review website <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so they leave them in the shoes of these children. So they won't harm your kids. In fact, sounds like they'll do your chores except for door slammer. Like, so annoying. Yeah, Worst. But they will leave a potato or goodies in the shoes of children. <laughs> that's right. So that's Iceland. Yeah, I- Gorilla is actually kind of a scary idea.
2: Right. Yeah. Because she is like this parasitic beggar who will eat your kids. And they have like... They have these giant uh, like statues of gorilla mm-hmm. They have a huge bowl that you can get in and take a picture in, and it's like that's kind of the fun touristy thing to do in these areas. But who do we have next, Zach? Next we have Marylud. Marylud. Now Mary this Lude. isn't Iceland anymore. No, it sounds. We're, we're moving on to Wales. With Wales. With Wales. Oh, okay. So
3: no. to explain this one, because I think we need a visual. Because before we explain it, let's spell it.
1: Yes, M A R I. Space. New word. Capital.
3: L-W-Y-D. If there was a character that belonged in our cryptid bracket from this show... I mean, Krampus is a big one, but this one seems very likely. This is a Christmas zombie horse, (laughs) Okay. Nice. Like, it is a... And this is a tradition that happens, oh, I would say just as much as the Krampus one. Mm -hmm. You have... Is it an actual skull yeah, of it's a, horse's, horse's, it's a skull. horse's skull? Sometimes
2: they use paper mache or okay. something like that, but a lot of people just use a horse's so skull. So there's
3: about six people that do this. And so, and it's, I don't know if it's generally children or adults, but one person holds, holds the skull. It seemed and like the
2: others, grown men. Every
0: right. video I watched or pictures Which of just grown seem men. weird. But that, then. that's the thing is a lot of these are grown men scaring children. Right. And then, but nothing the, wrong with that. Oh, right. Jack just looked at a picture.
3: Yeah, yeah. So it's like a really cool skull and like this
0: janky a white
1: sheet.
3: sheet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there there are about five people to hold the sheet, and so it's kind of like almost like a Chinese New Year dragon, but it's a <laughs> skull of a horse.
2: Well, and they do like they'll they'll have ribbons hanging off mm-hmm. its head. They'll have, well, one they'll person's put, meant to lead it yeah. to not let it basically cause more yeah. damage. and they'll put like Christmas ornaments in the eye in the skull socket, so they look it looks creepy. If you look up M A R I space Y D. You're going to see some creepy stuff. There's some cool stuff. So, Chris, right. what
3: does Mary Lude do? What is the tradition here?
0: This, this tradition is really similar to to the Krampuslauf. Mm-hmm. It, it's more of a wandering from house to house, wandering around the, the village type thing. So I, I looked up a video, an old
2: video. like It must have been 40s or 50s. It was mm-hmm. old black and white grainy footage. And it was these people in Wales walking up to a door with this Mary Lude. <laughs> And it was one of the most terrifyingly boring things I've seen. Because they walk up to the door, they they start singing. And they just sing this long song and they're all singing it together. And then it stops and then the person in the house responds with the song. And then they sing. And they just and go back they sing, and forth and they back and forth. But the problem is if you don't sing a song or a riddle in return, mm-hmm. you're in trouble. Well, basically what you have to do is the Mary lude comes along, the little horse skull on the sheet walks up to your door and is like, Let me in, and you have to come up with an excuse and sing it back to them of why they can't come in, and then they have to solve that excuse, and then you can sing them another excuse, and they have to sing back. Don't you think this is probably
3: like a rap battle at this point? (laughs) (laughs) This This is the origins of the rap battle. (laughs) Some Yo Mama jokes in there somewhere.
2: Yeah, Yeah. but it was just weird to watch. Like it's just visually, this is one of the most terrifying ones. It is just because of the horse skull. Yeah, and they say that uh, the. They really don't know the origin of, like, well,
3: why this started. Exactly. There was a very famous home by T.S. Eliot, but that also wasn't the origin. It just kind of gave some of the legend and lore of it.
2: Yeah. and Oh, and the reason they're trying to get inside is that if the Mary Lude is let inside your home, you then have to give it some sort of food or drink mm-hmm. a, as it run, runs amuck around Which your house. I love that they also they go to homes, but also pubs right. just as much. <laughs> yeah. So
3: Mary, the adults who are trying to act as Mary Lude. Or basically just trying to get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give know us, give us right, free drinks. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bizarre. Like yeah. this, this is so creepy.
2: It's, it's a weird looking tradition. And I just sit there and wonder, why? Why are they doing this? And this one is more tradition based than based on the actual creature.
3: Right. Right. Unless there was a Mary Lude who was like flowing white sheet and it's a ghost horse. Ghost skeleton yeah. horse. Not yeah. as
0: far as I can tell.
3: <laughs> which i'm 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 happy about. I'm glad this isn't based off anything real. Now, let's move over to
2: France where we have uh-huh. Père Fouettard. <laughs> Good job. Which Fautard. is French for father whipper or old man whipper. Uh, what? To describe this
3: character, uh, he has a sinister face, he's dressed in dark robes with unkempt hair and a long beard. Basically, he looks like a dirty Santa, but like it's like a dark robes. It's like a black suit instead of a red
2: one. Okay, essentially. Okay. Yeah. And this is in France, it's in Switzerland, it's in Belgium, Probably in Canada, because everywhere they're speaking French, there's you know, so do we want to give the story of Pierre Fuetard? Go for it. But please. I don't, I don't even
3: know. Chris, do you know the story? This one I'm not as familiar with. So he was an evil butcher who craved children to eat. This is this is a weird story, by the way. Oh, hold on. Let me bring it down. Yeah, he yeah. or his wife lured three boys into the butcher shop where he Just
2: say he killed them. And chopped and salted no, them. No, stop it. St.
3: <laughs> Saint Nicholas, Saint Nicholas came to the rescue, resurrected the boys, and took custody of the butcher. So this is one of those examples where he Santa comes by, what did you do? What have you done I salted now? these boys. <laughs> I assaulted <laughs> them. <laughs> salted or assaulted? assaulted? Assaulted. Both. And, and Santa's basically he like. turned them into a stew. He basically says, well, you have to work for me now. So the boys came back to life.
2: Now, see, that's the weirdest thing to me mm-hmm. is this horrible man. Killed these children. This right. man was like, hey, you want a
0: job? Hey, you want to come work for
2: me? But <laughs> I, see, al- I see promise in you. <laughs> but it was
3: almost like he had to make up for it. Right. Yeah, so this is, this is another one of those characters. His job is to dispense punishment to bad children on St. Nicholas Day, yeah. which is the 6th of December.
2: Right? Right. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing I was going to mention, this, this tradition actually did make it over to the United States in the 1930s. And uh, they translated the name to Father Flog. Oh, wow. Or okay, Spanky.
0: Ooh. So is that one right. of the new ads? That's so, what I thought too. Also an the alias little mine.
2: <laughs> the little rascal is Pierre Fortard. Wow,
3: because yeah, the, the punishment uh, okay. the punishment he gives is like beating stonati children and lumps of coal, which you know here we just attribute that to Santa. Right. Like you'll get coal in your stocking, but this is his job. The father whipper. that was his job. So
2: it's to, he's a recruit. Well, yes. Recruited
3: by Santa, he does the coal.
2: But I have to wonder if that lump of coal thing is where that came from. Was from this. Folklore from way back when, or if that was always part of Santa Claus, right? And I don't know. I, I actually don't yeah. know. I was trying to figure that out and didn't have enough time to figure it out. So if you know, a listener, let me know.
0: The coal seems to be connected with a lot of these these figures, so I'm sure it's moved to the U.S somehow you know the, through the,
2: all of these. The funny thing about the coal thing is to me is I don't think they realized how hard it would be to get coal in 2020 for bad children. Yeah, <laughs> like They should have made it like a rock, just a regular old dumb rock because now it's like, oh, I got to go out and find it or pay this much for it. Well, and especially if you're thinking about
1: Germany and, and you know your world history, like coal was not always easy to get. Yeah, it It's, to it's kind, kind of valuable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to get the coal. Now, I believe this next one is Greek. If I'm not, not right. Uh, oh boy, here we go. Kali Kansario. <laughs> Can- what, what did you call me? Kali
2: <laughs> What did I? What? Kali I, have, I have a song for this one. Okay. Uh, Kali Kansaros the Christmas werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate, actually. Yeah. He's yeah, very impish. Just very small creatures, but they just prowl. Well, and that's uh, like the, little goblins? Or? Well, okay, so there's different descriptions. The most common one is that they are small black creatures, humanoid figurines with like long black tails, little, little demons. But some Greeks have said that they're hairy bodies, horse legs, boar tusks; others see them, others see them as humans of small size that smell horrible, so bad smelling. Okay, short people, and they—I remember that Randy Newman song. <laughs> they also, uh, some would describe them as tall, black, and hairy with burning red eyes, uh, goats or donkey ears, monkeys' arms, tongues that hang out, heads that are huge. Uh, apparently, they're mostly blind and speak with a lisp and love to eat frogs, worms, and other small creatures. So depending which country you're in, because this this is Greece, Bulgaria, Serbia, Albania, Bosnia, Cyprus, all have this kind of Calakensaros. Uh, so Chris, with your family coming from Germany, did you know much about these characters?
0: Not this one. This one was new to me as I kind of looked up different characters for this, but it, it's definitely one that seems to be the most spread out of yeah. a lot of these characters. Like Joel said, so many different countries have their own different version of this character. Well, and I, there was a section there about Bulgarian folklore. And I mm-hmm. had uh, my sister-in-law,
2: uh, Rosalie, and my brother-in-law, Colby, all both served in Bulgaria. And I asked him, like, did you ever hear about this? Because this is crazy. And both of them went, no, didn't really, <laughs> didn't really cross our radar. So I don't really? know how strong the tradition still is well, or yeah. if these are around. This one just feels like these are the minions of evil,
3: basically, because mm. lore is in this part of the world that there is a world tree. Yes, you know, it's like the unobtainium tree, right? <laughs> it's, and it's, it's
2: a giant tree that kind of connects the whole world
3: together, right? And so these impish creatures, they spend most of the year trying to chop this thing down from underground, yeah. yeah. And then finally around Christmas, and it's around the twelve days of Christmas, kind of when the Yule lads come out and play yeah. or do your chores. <laughs> uh, these, these, I please, please let there be a band called the Yule lads. There has to be. There's gotta be. There's gotta be. But one. they're like a doo-wop band or something. <laughs> so, but these creatures come out and during this time, and they're like, hey, we're gonna leave that down there. And they want to destroy the world, basically. Yeah. Well, so like from doing... from the normal level, like That's from thing, our it's like level, like
2: they're they're almost done chopping this tree down every December, and then all of a sudden, twelve days come up. They're like, oh, we can oh, go upstairs and cause some mischief. Yeah. And they go up, and then when they come back down, the tree is healed, and ah, right. all over the tree again. grew back for a whole year. They do it again. It's like Sisyphus.
3: Yeah. All exactly. Of, it's just you think ridiculous. they'd learn. So if you want to stop these, Zach, what are they called again? Oh, dang it. <laughs> Kalikantzaro.
0: Kalikantzaro is the
2: singular. <laughs> you
3: gave it nineteen more
1: syllables than it needed. Kalikantzaro
2: is the singular. Kali- Kalikantzroy is, is Kali- the plural. So
3: if you like to stop them from coming into your Wait, home and wreaking destruction, spell, can spell it for
2: people can Google this.
3: K a l i k a n t z a r o i m o u s e. Why? Because I fear them. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't want them to come into your home, because they will destroy your home, uh, so you can hang the jaw of a pig behind your door. And they also love to count things. They
2: are super OCD. Which we found like in vampire folklore. Right. Like some of the translations of this name means vampire or werewolf. Mm -hmm. And they have this kind of OCD tendency to count things.
3: Yeah. So if you, it says, hang up some flax and they'll get too busy counting the strands to be a nuisance. They'll be counting them all night and they can't do anything else. Also, they like to enter via the chimney. Interesting, right? So the easiest way to keep them out is to keep a roaring fire In your fireplace, and they
2: won't be able to come in. Some people even throw foul smelling shoes into the fire to keep them away, and other guests apparently. So they're stinky, (laughs) but they also hate smelly shoes? Yes. But one of my favorite ways to get rid of them with rotten potatoes in them, right? Yes. One of my favorite ways to prevent them from leaving your home or entering your home was to leave a colander on your doorstep. Mm -hmm. So, just like a little strainer, you put it on your doorstep, and they see that and they want to count it. However, tradition also states that they cannot count to the number three. Because that is a holy number, and if they say the number three, they will then kill themselves. So, wow. they just sit there and count one, two, one, two, one, two, and they waste the whole night doing that. The sun comes up, and they have to go back home. Jeez! So, just put a colander. <laughs> Let's on go your get porch. the world tree this time. This I, is our year. That's the easiest way. <laughs> like jazz fans, really.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> oh real, real topical. BYU. Oh, so Chris, is there a tradition based around the based around Kali Kensroy? Or is it just these things, these these creatures of lore that people would maybe hang some flax to keep them away? This
0: one seems just to be, like you said, just creatures of lore that they would celebrate or kind of think about during the, the so, so they don't season. get their own parade. They or don't anything. have parades, right? They don't. Uh, they're not as as prevalent as like the Krampus or the, you know, Frere... Portard, or whatever. (laughs) My French isn't very strong. Well, ah. but I have some bad news for you guys. Oh, no. Tell me,
2: tell me. If you were born during the 12 days of Christmas, which is from... December 25th to January 5th. Will you sing the song for me? On the no, please don't. Okay. But if you were born during the 12 days of Christmas, you are in danger of transforming into a calicanceros during <gasps> oh, each Christmas season. Wow. So if, if you have a child during born this t- born during this time, you can actually bind the baby in tresses of garlic or straw and singe the child's toenails to help them not become a <laughs> Uh Also, <laughs> according to legend, anyone born on a Saturday could see and talk with the calicanceroi so they can actually see them. What a
3: bum deal, though, because... Guys, not o- I was born on a Saturday. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Not only do you get combined presents for your birthday and Christmas, you could be a colicanceroy. Yeah. That's the be. worst. <laughs> if, you were, if you were
2: born between December 25th and January twenty and January 5th, you could be a colicanceroy. Mom, canceroy.
3: why did you just give me one gift for both?
2: Because you're a colicanceroy and you're a
3: disappointment. Mom, why did you singe my toenails? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Poor
1: colicanceroy. What did you do?
3: I love the name now. Yeah, that's great. All right, now let's let's uh, finish this
1: up with a few more from good old Germany. Let's talk some more about Germany, including... Uh, oh. I'm so sorry. Necht Ruprecht? Yeah. Chris. Kne- Kne-
0: Knecht, Knecht Ruprecht. Oh, the Chris, would you tell us about this one? So, Knecht Ruprecht is uh, very similar to kind of the, the Krampus type of uh, character. So, he is not a uh, creature, though. He's often depicted wearing black or brown robes, generally has a pointed hood. Uh, in some depictions, he walks with a limp uh, because of a childhood injury. Does he hang out with St. Nicolaus? He does. Well, and it also uh, connect Ruprecht actually translates
2: to farmhand Rupert or servant Rupert mm-hmm. or actually servant Robert as
0: well. So he's kind of just this dude who limps <laughs> and wears robes. He's kind of represented as the kind of the, like you said, the farmhand, just the, the lower, the lower, lower status, class yeah. type type person so a tradition says that Knecht ruprecht asks children if they know how to pray uh, and if they can they'll receive apples and gingerbreads like the lord's prayer right for example and and if they can't the children are hit with his bag of ashes so he Seems has a, a bag of ashes and just swings us and hits him in the face remi- reminds me of homie the clown <laughs> Swing, swinging that bag around Homie don't play that. Homie don't play that. Poof. If they're not able to pray, he, like I said, he hits them with the bag of ashes. In some stories, he also gives the naughty kids a lump of coal uh, or sticks or stones. Yeah, sometimes Does the stones. The thing super- is, sometimes they'll leave just a stick.
2: Mm-hmm. And it basically, they're leaving a stick so uh, the kid's parents can beat them. Oh, my and word. And it's kind of this threatening thing. like It's like the horse head in the bed thing where it's like you get up in the morning, running down the stairs and there's sticks in there. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> Can you say, I'll give him an offer he can't refuse in German (laughs) with a German accent? If I'll give him an offer, he will never refuse. (laughs) Fun fact, by the way, random fact, but I just thought this was fun. In the German version of The Simpsons, they don't call their dog Santa's little helper. They call him Connect Ruprecht. What? What? Yeah.
3: So he's basically Santa's little helper. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Okay, so that leads us right into a pretty big one, almost
2: as well known as Krampus because of a TV episode. Yes. Belschnickel. Well, of course, we're talking about The Office because there's a very famous episode where Dwight Schrute comes in to uh, give a traditional Pennsylvania Dutch Christmas. Yeah. And he's Belschnickel and basically hits people if they are, oh, what does he say? It's not impish, impish. or admirable, I- impish or admirable yeah. instead of naughty and nice.
0: As sad as it is, this is probably one of the most accurate current portrayals of one of these Christmas characters <laughs> is, is Dwight's portrayal of Belschnickel.
2: Which uh, the name Belschnickel comes from the word Peltzen or Belzen, which is German for to wallop or to drub, which also means to hit. Yeah. So he says
3: he's basically homeless, uh, typically very ragged and disheveled. And he wears these kind of just tattered clothes. And he does carry the switch in his hand to beat naughty children, but also has pockets full of cakes, candies and nuts for good children. Lovely. And it seems like he actually travels on his own. It's not he's like he's coming the, the same night as Santa... And uh, he celebrated, like we said, in Pennsylvania Dutch communities, Southwest Germany, and Brazilian German communities, which yeah. I thought was kind of interesting. I think
2: wherever, wherever the Germans go, Belschnickel follows. Yeah.
3: So, one of the traditions in, in and how people celebrate, or at least how children prepared for Belschnickel, Belschnickel or Belsnickel. I say Belschnickel.
2: Belschnickel. Belschnickel.
3: It sounds more uh, plausible that way. More Germanish? Yeah, more Germanish. So, he would show up to houses one to two weeks bef- uh, before Christmas and often just kind of warn the kids that he'd be there. And yeah. he'd be coming back. And then when he came back, he'd, he'd rap on the door window with a stick. And then he'd ask the, the child, who was probably naughty, because he knew who was going to be naughty. He'd ask this child a question or to sing a type of song. And if the child passed the test, he would throw candy or cakes on the floor. But it was kind of a trap. Because if the kid jumped too quick, yes. he'd whip hit him in the back. So he's like, good job. And he'd throw
2: some candy on the floor. Oh, too quick, Smack. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. No, this is... It's one of those characters, too, where you, you just read this and you're like, but, but why? Yeah. <laughs> why, Belschnickel? Why? <laughs> so he's a character in The Christmas Chronicles too, as well. Mm-hmm, in fact, that's right. he's the main antagonist in Christmas Chronicles <gasps> too. I really uh, gotta watch this show. And they have... They still have... I'm not going to say any of these right. Belschnickeling, Klaus and Triben, which is basically a group of men dressing up in, in Belschnickel costumes and running around the streets of the town or village ringing bells and chains. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't even do the cool stuff of, like, knocking on door and begging for food or, you know, scaring children. They just want to run around the streets dressed like Belschnickel. So we've talked about a few characters that are very, I guess,
3: I mean, they'll still punish children, but they're nicer in appearance, maybe a little disheveled. No one really has the fear that I get when I see Krampus. Right. Yeah, he's a demon. But then there's the character that we want to mention next. Frau Pekta. Our final character of the evening. Frau Perchte. Frau Perchte, if you go Google image search Frau Perchte, yeah, you may better. see some, a character that's beautiful and white as snow or an
2: elderly and haggard old woman. With one large foot. Yes. She has Very one, creepy looking or very beautiful. One foot that's bigger than the other, and that apparently gives her the power... To, it symbolizes her power to shapeshift into animal form. Uh, also, uh, Frau uh, Perta can also be called uh, Percht or Bertha. So I may just call her Bertha this whole rest of the time because I like that. She was once known as a goddess in Alpine paganism. Once again, Alpine. What the heck? <laughs> so,
3: Frau Perta, she comes out for the 12 days of Christmas and it says she prowls the Alps. Like you said, Joel, Alpine region, apparently.
2: <laughs> Watch out, Utah County. <laughs> yeah,
3: seriously. So she would know whether children or young servants of a household had behaved well and worked hard all year. She's watching all year. She sees you when right? The so this thing. is something it's like in June you can she warn knows kids when you're awake. Frau Perta is watching. So yeah. it's not just Santa, Frau Perkta is watching. And apparently she was
2: really obsessed with spinning. Yeah. Like uh, the the process of basically spinning threads into cords or I, I don't know sewing that much but apparently spinning was something she oversaw and knew if you were doing it an appropriate amount of time. Yeah. She knows when you are spinning.
3: It could also oh. be spin class. I and, don't know. And if you're good, she'll give you a silver coin. But if you're bad, she will slit your belly open, remove your stomach and guts, and stuff the hole with straw and pebbles and waste. Why didn't that <laughs> song catch on?
2: <laughs> I love it. Uh, it no, is. Stuff. <laughs> it is. It is all. It, this is this is horrific. But she would, like Ken said, she would cut open. If, if you were good, you get a silver coin. Yeah, sounds nice. But if you were bad, she would literally cut you open. And then pull out your guts and stuff you with straw and pebbles, which sounds horrific. Why would you tell your children that? Yeah. Apparently, she would also stuff them with straw if they ate something on the night of her feast day other than the traditional meal of fish and gruel. Mm -hmm. So she would delicious. That's if you ate anything on her day, (laughs) she would cut
3: you. So there is a cult of perchta which is, I don't know if this still exists to this day. I really hope not. But these followers, they'll leave food and drink for this character in hopes of receiving wealth and abundance. So like these silver coins, they hope that it's kind of a traditional way of, of receiving these blessings from Frau Perchta, I guess. Yeah.
2: And in Italy, uh, actually, they have uh, La Befana, mm-hmm. who is kind of the Christmas witch, and uh, similar to uh, Bertha here.
3: Yeah, Bertha.
2: Yeah, but it's like, yeah, she, she particularly, she rewards the generous, and punishes the bad, particularly lying children. She does not like liars. Yeah. That is her big no-no. So there is a festival in Austria. Austria and Germany, Like that is like
3: the area if you want to go to cool parades. Yeah, exactly. if you, around yeah. Christmas yeah. Or, time. I'm I- sure there's no alcohol whatsoever. Not <laughs> None. No. The
2: 12 days of Christmas in Austria or Germany is going to be a fun yeah, time.
3: So they, they actually have a festival where people have these homemade wooden animal masks. Mm-hmm. And they're meant to be grotesque. Like, for some reason, people like celebrating with really... Ugly, horrific images. These masks are worn to drive away evil spirits. Is that why people celebrate with pictures of me? Oh! oh.
0: Self-slammed. Zach, we love you. Thank you. These, these, uh, these events are what the, uh, the Krampuslauf really comes from. The Perchten came first, and the Krampus came after, basically. And they basically moved in, merged into the same thing. So the Perchten costumes are, are very similar to the Krampus costumes, mm-hmm. where they're you know, a big suit of fur. The The masks are still wooden, hand-carved, but they're generally a little bit more grotesque, have more exaggerated features, mm-hmm. you know, big eyes, big nose, big ears, four, six horns coming out of their heads. A lot of them have jaws that open and close with teeth that hang out and tongues that hang out. At these Krampus events, you'll see really a mixture of the two. They've kind of... Become one in that area. Is there a rumble ever? Like <laughs> there, the a again? Yeah, birth yeah. and
2: Krampus going at it again. Not
0: necessarily, but there is something called a a Rempiral, which is where German for R- rumble. Right, I know. right. Which is where members of of the same group will actually have a little rumble. It's it's all in fun, and, and they
3: all have switches to beat each other exactly. with.
0: Exactly. They they'll kind of push each other around, hit each other with their switches, and it's all a big show for for the audience. I wonder how well these work for children in these countries.
2: Well, that's the thing is, I wonder in the world of skeptical uh, children all over the world, if mm-hmm. it's still just like, yeah, whatever, mom, my mm-hmm. belly's fine. I'm going to eat something else besides gruel tonight. Yeah. But, or if they're actually still terrified of these uh, folklore creatures. Is it wrong? I kind of hope they are. I, is it wrong that I am? <laughs> I, if, I, if I wake up, up with
3: a
0: potato in my shoe tomorrow, <laughs> Run. <laughs> Don't tempt me, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> At these bigger events, there there are videos on YouTube and all, all over the internet. But some little kids really get into it. They they love it. Yeah, I mean. I myself would have been scared to death, but these little kids that are four and five years old will get up right next to the, the Krampus or the Perchton and they'll get their pictures taken with them. They'll you know, give them a big hug. And do it's like, this that- is not Mickey Mouse. <laughs> this is a demon goat thing. Do you find that, uh, do kids here, are they pretty cool with it too? Or are they, have they had any big scares? They're pretty freaked out. Yeah. The, from my experience, they've been pretty pretty scared or... It's funny
3: because I would say North America is the land of Halloween. Like, it's very popular here. But when you transition to the Christmas spirit and you see something like this, all of a sudden you can't be in the Halloween mindset, Right? it would be scary.
0: We're pretty desensitized here, but when you're expecting Santa Claus to bring you presents and you get a goat demon (laughs) that's here to kidnap you and whip you with sticks, you know, that's that's not what you're expecting. I was going to say, Chris, any other random ones you just want to bring up or... No, I think those are the 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 big ones. Is as, as part of the the Krampus groups, there are other characters um, like we talked about before. There, there's always a Nikolaus, mm-hmm. but they will also have um, angels that travel with them to these house visits or in the Krampuslaufs, uh, and the angels are actually meant to kind of be a comfort for the kids. So. The angels will will hand out the candy, perhaps, or you know, get a little bit closer with the kids.
2: I'm just saying that if I, I was at home and all of a sudden a goat demon comes in and mm-hmm. angels come around, and be like, yeah, stop! I just want the fat man. Yep, just the jolly red fat man. I'm having a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why is that horse
3: head wearing a sheet? <laughs> I shouldn't have snorted those pixie sticks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no, it's it's crazy though. Like as I read this, it's just amazing to me how some traditions held and some traditions didn't, mm-hmm. and how some changed and some didn't. And I'm very, I have to say, I'm grateful for the jolly old St. Nicholas that we have.
3: Oh, I totally agree.
2: I I would hate to have grown up being like, is my belly going to get cut open?
3: But you are a child of horror, Joel. I am. And wouldn't it be so much fun to have a Krampus legend just, well, not maybe as prevalent as St. Nicholas, but to be part of what we remember from Christmas past.
2: But no, because I tell you what, it's like Christmas roulette. You're sitting there like, <laughs> okay, go to sleep. Good luck tomorrow morning. We'll see what happens. Sure, I And mean, I see
3: you. You hear bells, and bells could be carried by any n- number of these creatures? Yeah. Yeah. It's just terrifying. Here's what I want. I want more Krampus movies. Like, I'm not saying that same exact movie. I want to see Santa, and I know there's, like, bad sci-fi movies of this, right. but, like, real Santa, maybe, like, Kurt Russell versus Krampus, you
2: know? Like, I, I think it could happen, and I would watch it. But Krampus seems to work with Santa. That's what I'm saying. Like In some legends. It's good cop, mm-hmm. bad cop. That's what I just feel like it is. It's like, uh, you guys do all the dirty work, and then I'll come in when the nice kids are there. I'll get I'll get the easy stuff. That,
0: that's the tradition. Is it Like you said, good cop, bad cop. Santa's good. Krampus is bad. But with the, the way we were kind of adopting things in America, mm-hmm. it definitely could go that way where... It's a know, straight up evil. It, it's it, like exactly. the devil, basically. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I, the movie that came out... Is it terrible as terrible as it is and as non traditional we'll as it just is. Just because
3: it's not rated R doesn't mean it's bad. Well, Both of these guys I, really liked it. I do you.
0: have I do have to say <laughs> I actually really like the movie, but it's just not it created traditional its own at lore. all. Rose. Right. Rose. It, yeah. it
2: created
3: its own lore. Exactly. Kent exactly. gave it a B plus, Joe gave it three and a half stars. Yeah. True. I'd stand I stand by it. I still would. I just wish it were a little bit darker. I watched
2: it I watched it again and I was like, this is kind of fun. It just takes too long to get into it.
0: It's a good laugh.
2: Yeah but let us know I was going to say if we missed any if you guys know of a tradition somewhere in the world that you've encountered yeah we know Europe is weird Mm -hmm. but if anywhere else in the world is weird too we'd love to know yeah because you know let us know on our Facebook let us know on our Instagram let us know on our Twitter we enjoy hearing your feedback and we hope we hope that you learned something today and that you're going to behave a little bit more now kids Mm.
3: so Chris please uh, give people information on how if they want to be part of the Krampus 801 group Mm
2: -hmm. or if they want to hire them yes exactly
0: so we are on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Krampus801. Um, I've set up a kind of a fan page where you can follow us and see what we've got going on. And also like a group page if you're interested Ooh, cool in, logo. in uh, participating. But yeah, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I try to keep pretty active on, on can, social media
2: you can see pictures here of visits home visit that's pretty yeah, cool yeah that's really cool
0: so any other shout outs you want to make at this time uh i do want to make sure that i give a shout out to my wife's uh cake company the uh, Patreon is actually under her name. so Sweet Bottom Cakes.
2: Sweet Bottom Cakes. Yeah, tell us about Sweet Bottom Cakes, because I thought it was just a nickname you gave her and come to find out. No, it's, <laughs> a, <laughs> it's a real <laughs> company. Actual it's a company. term of endearment. Yeah. Right.
0: Oh, come here, Sweet Bottom Cakes. I just liked your page, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. She, uh, she started doing cakes a few years ago, and she does it just out of our house, and I mean, she's all she's completely self-taught. She's she's made a lot of really impressive things. So she
1: did a um, a Harry Potter cake mm-hmm. recently. That was uh, there was like a little phoenix on top mm-hmm. and like, but it was so cool.
0: So can we find these on Instagram? Yeah, she's on Instagram, Sweet Bottom Cakes. Facebook, Sweet Bottom Cakes also. Maybe Sweet Bottom Cakes Utah. I can't remember. At Sweet Bottom Cakes Utah. Oh. On fa- but if you just search Sweet Bottom yeah. Cakes, that's what you get.
2: That'll be we it. We hope.
0: But, Chris, we want to thank
2: you for being here. We want to thank you for being a patron of Bacon Cell. We really do appreciate it. And thank you for the topic, too, because this was a way we could kind of sneak in another Halloween show <laughs> in our Christmas
0: shows. It. Yeah, thanks for having me out. It's it's always fun to spread the tradition of Krampus and, and bring something new to the area. Yeah. Especially Alpine.
1: <laughs> Alpine. And speaking of patrons, we have some more that we'd like to thank, including our I Am The Listener tier, where we have Adrian Gray, Terry Finley. Kyler wants to remind Kent that he is here to help on any shows at any time. That's his name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crew Dutler, Sean Sandquist, Alicia Bass, Plot Twist Media, Brayden Winterton, Sweet Bottom Cakes, Jessica, yeah! and Chris Drought, Jennifer Kilkowski, Dr. Jen, Glow Daniel, Babs, and The Shadow.
2: Mysterious Shadow.
1: Then in our Bacon Council, we have Chris Anderson, Hailstorm, Ryan Farron, Mats, Ah, uh, Stephen Ross, jessica terry brian madsen and reverse listener
2: thank you patrons we really do appreciate it you help us keep doing what we're doing here in the bacon cave and you just make us feel warm and fuzzy as well uh just a reminder by the way next week is going to be our season finale Mm. of bacon cell after that we're going to be taking off a couple weeks a few weeks just to get ourselves back together and and uh, recover try to plan for a better year (laughs) try (laughs) to anyway let's (laughs) hope our schedule doesn't get blown to pieces next year too (laughs) it will but if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter. You can find me Performing with QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at 9 o'clock online for free. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page.
3: If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my new movie reviews, which are happening on Christmas Day, go to ShowtimeShowdown.com. Woman. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and
1: Instagram at Tumbling Mustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale on social media. That's at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram, as well as liking the Facebook page, Bacon Sale Hickory Smoked Pop Culture. (laughs) It's not short (laughs) (laughs) And then make sure you stop by Tpublic.com slash Bacon Sale Get yourself some uh, fun shirts Great gifts for the holidays New designs uh, New designs are on the way And then if you like what's going on here Make sure you support the show at Patreon.com slash Bacon Sale Support starts at just $3 a month And until next time We wish you a very happy holiday From Bacon Sale and all 13 of the Icelandic Yule Lads Name them!
3: It's in parentheses, so I don't really have to read it. It's inferred.
0: Oh, the house visits can be pretty traumatic. Can Mm. we just call it
3: Europe
2: is weird? So it's like Comic-Cons, but for pagans? (laughs) Oh, we got another child that disappeared. (laughs) Weird. It was Krampus. (laughs) Uh.
0: You probably will have contacted this group and told them you've got bad kids. It's a
3: scared straight
0: Christmas style.
3: So my dating technique? Mm -hmm. I can call it the Krampus. You can call
2: it the Krampus. No, don't call it the Krampus. (laughs) I don't see the joy in getting whipped on the legs for a holiday. Oh, I get it.
3: I would be whisk liquor because when you're making the... Yeah,
1: yeah. Whisk
2: liquor!
3: (laughs) Yeah, there's my kid's uh, dishwasher
1: and (laughs) four vacuumer. (laughs) Grit, grella, grell, Icelandic yule lads. Don't correct me. Hallock, talk, (laughs) (laughs) You have to say it. Mari Luand. Pierre Mm. Alloc Ding Gag neck break
2: Nickel. Krampus and friends. Marilud was the eldest of the children of Krampus. And Pere for Tart is the next in line. Stop it.
3: Take it out. You have to do this on accident. No
2: no you have to get it
3: way wrong. No, way. It way wrong. no way. It's not racist. It's European. And <laughs>
2: And lads. Krampus. Krampus and friends. You can probably move on. Krampus. Okay. It's Ben Schlegel, so which leaves only one.
3: Yeah. Okay, we have Krampus, and the heel come
2: up again, I'm sure. But... Krampus, Krampus and friends. <laughs> Joel's love of this.
1: Cat <laughs> got your clothes. If children are
3: bad. What will they get, Joel? They will leave a potato in their shoe. <laughs> what have you done now? I salted these boys. <laughs> Not only do you get combined presents for your birthday and Christmas, you could be a colic Yeah.
2: Mom, why did you singe my toenails?
0: Why Belshnickel? Why?
2: Is that why people celebrate with pictures of me?
0: Oh! oh. This, this is it. not Mickey Mouse. This is a demon goat <laughs> thing. Why is that horsehead wearing a sheet? I shouldn't have snorted those pixie sticks.
2: It
3: Just because it's not rated R doesn't mean it's bad. What? Oh, come here, sweet bottom cakes.
0: Ooh, Krampus is coming. Krampus, Krampus, Let me Krampus. get my. You've been impish. Switches. I would like to
1: be a terrifying Christmas witch.